0: Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and
1: techniques to power up your business.
2: Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great program today that I'm sure pertains to many of our listeners. And that's, those are people who still have their quote unquote, day jobs, you know, the ones that they go to for the insurance for, for the paycheck, let's be real here, you know, all those other various things, but they have something that they do on the side, you know, it might be their passion. Might be something that is you know simply to make more money, you know that that certainly is is uh, something that that happens frequently. But how do you do that? How do you balance all of those various things with still having a family, still having you know, maybe a social life, doing all of these other things? So please join me in welcoming Tracy Minitolo to our program today. Welcome, Tracy. Hi Dad, thanks for having me. You know, this really is going to be very interesting. And I am guessing that for many of us who are entrepreneurs, small business owners, what we're doing now really did start as something we did on the side. Either as a hobby, something for fun, or really something, you know, that we thought, oh gosh, you know, this is this is a great way to make extra money. Um and so the the cool thing is that this is what you help people do because you do have one of those quote unquote day jobs. Um, and, but this is, is something that is truly a passion for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I actually really do love my day job as well. So I might be, you know, one of those folks out there. I don't know how, ah, I I guess I'm hoping optimistically that there are a lot of us out there who do still love their day our their day jobs, just because, you know, if you understand, um, yourself and your strengths, um, and what it takes for you to succeed then it is easy to find a great side hustle and it is you know easier to land in a good day job as right. well right
2: well, let me tell people just a little bit about you before we really start this conversation. So Tracy Minitolo is a side hustle coach who works with motivated sidepreneurs who are all who are ready to get serious, take control of their futures, and move their businesses from sideline to prime time. She also runs the side hustle success lab community on Facebook, where serious side hustlers can get the business building basics they need while finding support and making the connections that that make a difference. When she's not coaching, she's probably playing with microorganisms in her day job, hanging out at the in the San Diego sunshine, or checking out the latest craft beer release. So again, Tracy, welcome to our program. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and, and we did just leap into talking about this because <laughs> I think it's so cool. And as you mentioned, you know, so many people really do love their day jobs. So a side job might just be a passion that they have, um, you know, or it might be a way to make extra money. You know, there's certainly, you know, many, many that are, are like that. But why, you know, you talk about, your you know, your day job, you work with microorganisms, and, and this is very different from what you do. So why did you decide that this was something that you wanted to, to start doing? Yeah, so my side hustle journey
0: actually goes back um, almost about four years now, and the first thing that I did on the side for – actually, if, if you want to go back even further, I have actually um, done all sorts of things on the side, whether mm-hmm. it's a part-time job or just these kind of one-time little gigs that I mm-hmm. would do for extra cash, um, but – my first side business was about four years ago. And I actually did start that out of just the desire to bring in a little bit more income. Mm -hmm. I was coming out of debt at the time. And I wanted to move past that and start getting to a point where I could actually like increase my retirement savings. Mm -hmm. So do a little catch up. Um, And so yeah, I was looking for ways to do something on the side. But at that point, um, I wanted to have more control over it. So it, I didn't want a part time job. I knew that. So that's when I started on this journey, trying to figure out what I could do on the side that somebody
2: uh-huh. would actually pay me for. Great. You know, and I love the term side hustle, because it's, it, 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 you know, hello, it's very descriptive, because it's something <laughs> you're doing on the side. And it's, it's, a hustle you know it's you in in so many ways, I mean you know we don't want it as a as the negative hustle type of term, right, but it is something that it, you have to hustle to do sometimes you know as in when do you have time for it um you know and and all those various things and and actually let's let's really jump into that because having time to do this is one of the things that you really help people with, and I love um you've got this great download on your website, which is mastering your schedule so Talk us through this because, you know, we all think, "Ooh, this would be fun, great, make money, yada, yada, whatever, so forth. But we don't have time to do it because we have all those other things to do. So how do people find the time to really have a great side hustle that is going to work? I mean, you know, we can all tinker and play, but obviously we want it to work,
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so time is actually only part of the equation energy is also a big part right. of it as well. So, um, you know, you might have the time, but it might not be at the right time of the day um, when you're at your best to do whatever it is your side hustle is. So for instance, mine is coaching. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to take a coaching call at 8 PM at, at night just because right. I'm not an evening person anymore. I was in my mm-hmm. earlier years, but now I'm a morning person. So I'll have my coaching calls around this time. Mm-hmm. So that's how I set up my schedule. And so I think, you know, when folks are first considering to, you know, start a side hustle, they say they don't have much time or they don't have any time. Um, A lot of them actually really do. They just Mm -hmm. haven't necessarily taken, you know, or, or, you know, tried to track the time that they're currently spending now and and looking at where all of it goes, because I can guarantee that a lot of folks, you know, come home and will sit on the couch and unwind and relax. And there, you know, a lot of time ends up there. Right. we not going to say you, you wasting time, but it's not wasting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is that in um, the system that I teach and I work with my clients on, that's part of it. That's part of what we need to stay healthy mm-hmm. and right. sane and mm-hmm. to make all of this stuff sustainable.
2: Right. right. You know, we, we need that downtime for mm-hmm. our brains to relax you know and, and people do that in a variety of ways i mean you know you and my husband would really get along on the craft beer front um <laughs> you know and and but yeah we we need that downtime that is part of how we um you know are are able to function but there's probably part of that downtime that you can carve out to be working on your side hustle right
0: Right. And I I would consider repurposing or Mm -hmm. reclaiming that time because a lot of it, too, is just we don't know because we don't measure. We don't track where the time goes. So you might find that you do have that extra 10, 15 hours a week or you could, you know, you could create that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of it comes into play. I mean, I'm sorry. A lot of it just comes down to having discussions with the folks that are in your life that have a stake in your time, Mm -hmm. like your family, your kids, um, you know, your close friends, the people that you hang out with on a regular basis, just saying to them, you know, look, I'm going to be starting this thing and I, you know, I need a couple more hours on Sunday morning and maybe I could, you know, go into the room and mm-hmm. work at my computer. If we could do that, just getting agreement from everybody. It's very, very important. Right.
2: You know, and, and you mentioned family. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about as as we were talking about this was that your side hustle, your, your day job might be a parent. I mean, you know, that's, right. that's obviously a very important job and, and, but there are so many people who are parents, whether say, stay at home, mom, stay at home, dad, who want, you know, want to earn the extra income or, you know, as, as I put it, a lot of times I have people that tell me, oh my gosh, I just need to talk to an adult <laughs> you <know>? and, <laughs> you know, and, and so all these various things. So that is, you know, it's, it's perfectly acceptable. And I mean, how many times have we seen people who've done this very successfully, With balancing, you know, being that parent and having that extra time, you know, and and whatever it is on the side. I mean, I know, yeah, I think one of the, the big things that I've seen a lot of people do are things like Etsy, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. where they're, they're doing crafts. You know, you mentioned, um, coaching, which is, is obviously, you know, your, your side hustle. That's a little, little trickier when you've got little bitties because, you know, sometimes those little bitty kids don't really, you know, your schedule is really not your schedule. (laughs) Um, but, it is about finding that time, you know, and, and, you know, I've talked with quite a few people who are what we call digital nomads. And so they're working around the world and they just adjust their schedule to wherever their clients are. Um, you know, and, and that's, that is all part of this is, is making your time work the way it needs to work. Right. And you bring
0: up an interesting point. You know, um, a side hustle doesn't have to be something you do on the side of a full time job. It could be, on the side of being a parent, I mean, you're always a parent, but it could be something that you do. And you're a full time parent, I have somebody in my Facebook community, actually, and and she came to mind when you mentioned that. And that's exactly her situation. So she, you know, basically puts side hustle hours into her business. And she's a stay at home mom. Mm
2: -hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, and it is all about actually scheduling that time. And and I love that you work with people to uh, really get them through that. Because in order for it to be successful, you have to schedule it, you know, whether it's an official schedule that you're writing down or in your mind. I mean, you know, all these various things, because as as a friend of mine put it one time, it, it can be a, a job, a, you know, a career, whatever it is, or it can be a hobby. And when it's a hobby, it's very easy to put it off and think, okay. oh, I'll do that, you know, tomorrow or next week or whatever. But when you treat it as a job, as a career, maybe. And and actually do it that way. That's when you really take it seriously and make it work, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and and I say that because that's what happened with me. You know, I started, oh gosh, over twenty years ago, Wise Women Communications, which is my company, and I did it as a side hustle. You know, I had been laid off from a, a big organization, found a great job with a company, but it was they they were only needing me thirty hours a week. So I thought, okay, well, you know, I can't just sit at home and eat bonbons all the time. (laughs) I couldn't get through the door if I did that, you know, before too long. And what really happened was the company that had laid me off called me and said... We need you to come back and do some of the stuff you used to do, but, but as a consultant. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that was kind of the, the, the best possible world. And then, of course, that started the little wheels in my brain churning to say, Hey, you know, let's, let's, you know, how can I do this for more companies? Because that was when companies were really downsizing their marketing departments, getting rid of, you know, public relations, but they still needed those things. And so I thought, well, let's, you know, let's do this where, I can provide consulting to them on an as needed basis. And that was great and I did that for about a year and I met with a business coach and and she said, "Well that's very sweet, but you're treating it like it's a hobby." And you know and, and I had done all the things of, you know, registering with the Secretary of State, you know, all those professional things, but it was exactly what she said. I treated it like it was a hobby and until I Made myself think of it as this is is a business that might someday turn into a full time business, which you know actually it did. But until I stopped thinking of it as hey, this is something fun to do on the side, as opposed to this is is you know a and a job, an opportunity. I didn't make it work that way.
0: Yeah, I love that you you shared that because that's something I see that comes up a lot, um, you know, in my community and the side hustlers that I talk to and. You know, it's something that, you know, I I talk about a lot because I've seen um, the importance of really just showing up every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it it should be something fun, though. Your side hustle should be something that lights you up and it should be exciting for you. It shouldn't be another grind. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And if you've chosen well, if you've put a little bit of time into actually, you know, upfront into choosing a side hustle, it actually can be that really kind of exciting passion project that you can monetize. But, You know, life gets in the way. Um, I actually was talking to my group about this this week because Mm -hmm. my life has been very hectic the past couple of months. I've been working in two roles at work, which is kind of exciting. Um, I'm moving into a new role, Mm -hmm. coming out of the lab and doing something a little different for the first time in my career. Cool. But, but it has really kind of bitten into my uh, side hustle time. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: you know, I shared a little bit about that in the group and just kind of letting folks know that it's okay, you know, life is going to sneak in, life is going to mess up your your plans, you mm-hmm. can set your schedule up, you can think everything is going to go one way. But you know, sometimes it doesn't, and life happens. Life, hmm. <laughs> life happens. But what you know, you can do in those in those occasions, in those times, is really just to focus on the the stuff that's really the most impactful at that moment, the mm-hmm. activities that are actually really, <clears throat> excuse me, moving the needle for you, and let the other stuff go until you're able to come back around and pick that up. But be consistent, you know, even if it's something that only takes, you know, five minutes or 20 minutes, you know, that day, go ahead and do it, you know, Mm -hmm. get your stuff done and make sure that you're you're not, you know, leaving your side business go for a week or two weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure you're doing something, even if it's something small, keep the side business on your mind, check in, you know, with your clients and with whatever you have going on. But that's really been my message. It's hard, especially for side hustlers who have families and have the full time job and, you know, hectic hours. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there are those those times where it's just like, oh, my God, you know, overwhelm and all that stuff creeps in.
2: Right. And, and the purpose of it being a side hustle is that you have a flexible schedule with it. Um, you know, and, and, and it's additional income. Yes. But, you know, if you need to, to change things, you can. And, you know, I know people who have side hustles who, you know, they, they really use it as simply a way to make extra money. You know, it's something that they love doing, but, and, and so what they do is they ramp up when they're needing extra money, and when, you know, when things are busy, when they're hectic, when, you know, things are, you know, whatever, they kind of ramp it down. But as you Thank said, you. they still do a little bit every day, every week, because the second you don't, it, then it, people forget that you exist. Yeah. And
0: uh, one of my friends, she's actually a productivity coach. One of the things that she teaches that I love and I've kind of stolen and um borrowed. she's okay, you borrowed she's okay with that. She's okay with it. <laughs> She always advises folks to create a list of five minute tasks. Mm. You know, you can sit and brain dump all those Mm -hmm. five minute tasks. What are the things in your business that you can do that don't take very much time and have that list handy? So Mm -hmm. on the days where you're like, oh, my God, I'm running to a meeting and I'm coming back here and now the kids need to get picked up. And oh, gosh, I have to get dinner for everybody. And oh, you know, (laughs) Mm I have to go in tomorrow morning early. So now I've lost my side hustle time. What can I do? Well, I can, you know reach out to a contact on my contact list, send a quick email, you know, there
2: are those little things you can continue to do right. to keep the wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do have spare time that we don't even, you know, use a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you get to a meeting five minutes early. Okay, well, then you can, you know, pop a couple quick emails out there. Um, never, ever, ever do anything while you're in traffic, folks, unless you're not the driver. <laughs> um Right. Yeah, but, and I say that, you know, from a guilty conscience. Um, but, you know, we are early on occasion and we've got a little bit of downtime, you know, and, and all these various things. And, and depending on what your side hustle is, you know, you can be doing it while you're watching TV at night with the family, you know, all those various things. Now, you know, then it comes back to the, are you multitasking and not doing anything? Well, okay. Well, examine that. Make sure that, you know, the, the time you're spending actually is good time. But when you really start thinking about it, I think you can find all sorts of ways to really make this successfully work into your schedule.
0: Definitely, definitely. I just think it takes a little bit of um, upfront, you know, preparing
1: can
0: mm-hmm. um, batch, you know, where where you can as well. For instance, I write daily emails to my list. And mm-hmm. so that's something that I, I don't batch write all of them. But I definitely have some that are in the wings in mm-hmm. case I hit one of those days where I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I'm not gonna have time to write the email today. I have one that's already written. Mm-hmm. I can just pop the, you know, the date on it and right. then send it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, and or the five minute tasks like my friend was talking about. If you can get those lists, you know, together and you can have that handy. Those are things that will keep help to keep you
2: rolling when things get crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and obviously one of the, the big things is to automate as much as you can. Um, you know, the fact that we can schedule Posts on social media, that's just, you know, for, for whatever you're doing for business, whether it's a side hustle or something full time, if you're not utilizing scheduling, you know, it, it, that's that's a, a great tool, you know, it, and those can only be, you know, uh, generic type of things, but, mm-hmm. you know, we schedule the posts for this radio program. You know, the, my producer goes in on Sundays and sets up everything for the week so that that way it's done, you know, and, and, and it took maybe five, 10 minutes for her to do that, but it's done and out of the way. Then she's not having to think, oh my gosh, it's Thursday and it's, you know, it's just done. Um, you right. Know, and, and, and there's a variety of programs you can do that, you know, obviously internally in Facebook you can schedule, but you know, there's, there's all sorts of third party programs that you can use for everything else. Right,
0: right. Like I will schedule the daily prompt or just discussion prompts for my Facebook group, but Mm -hmm. everything else, you know, I'll post two or three times a day in there. I'll go in and post that when I have a moment, but I will have those daily, basically like um, the accountability stuff. Like what are you doing this week? And then on Friday we'll have our wins. All Mm -hmm. that stuff is scheduled in, um, you know, a third party software. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Well, you know, off the air, we were talking about how you mix combine whatever the heck we want to call it having a day job with a side hustle and that's something that always fascinates me because it is it can get very complicated um you know especially if your day job is the one that's primarily paying the bills where you've got your insurance you know all of those various things and how you know because sometimes you can can Successfully mix them. Sometimes there has to be a big wall in between the two. Um, now we're, folks, we're not talking about doing anything that is the same as your current job where you're potentially pr- pulling clients away. And no, 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 you know, don't go there. Um, you know, certainly don't take proprietary information and share it on a side job. That's just, no, we're not, we're not talking about doing that. Um, but we're talking about, you know, how do you, well, for example, you know, you have a LinkedIn profile. It's great. It's fabulous. But it is for your day job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and so how is it? And, you know, LinkedIn is one of those platforms that wants a person, a, a physical person to only have one profile. So it's not like you could have a day job profile and your right. side hustle profile. You, I mean, you can. <laughs> and we're not going to say you can't do that. But LinkedIn <laughs> will get very cranky at you. And it's it's confusing when people try to find you. I mean, that's that's probably the easiest way to put it, you know, unless you like have a different name or something like that. But how do you kind of successfully mix having the day job and the side hustle? I mean, well, is it you know, do you tell your boss, "Hey, I'm doing this on weekends"? I mean, all these various things.
0: Yeah. So um, LinkedIn is interesting too, just to kind of talk about that for a second. I would say part of the you know part of the reason why you, when you go to LinkedIn, you find me and it's just my, my day job, you'll see me in a, a picture. Actually, no, I just changed the picture, but it used to be a picture of me in a lab coat. Um, it's just, I haven't spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. to be honest, that did I haven't really taken time to figure out and really put, put thought into how could I split up my, my profile? Like, mm-hmm. you know, use the same profile, but say microbiologist and side hustle coach, you right. know, how, yeah. did, mm-hmm. how would those two things fit together? So that's mm-hmm. part of it. It's just kind of laziness on my part. I've just put it off. For now, um, and I do primarily use it for my my day job. Um, but in terms of mixing with with career, the side hustle and the career, um, I yeah, I mean I don't hide it. If anybody were to Google me, or you know I'm friends with several coworkers on Facebook, they, it doesn't take much for them to find out what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my direct reports, the folks directly on my team know, um, they know exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't let it interfere with my, my work during the day at all. So right. and I and that's not,
2: key. Um, I mean, folks, that yeah. is absolutely the most critical part.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I am definitely a stickler about this. I know there are some folks out there and I've gotten into not arguments, but discussions with people about this. Um, but yeah, like I will not use my, you know, company's computer for anything side hustle related or anything like that. I'm not, you know, sitting at my desk doing things. I'm not on Facebook and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. When I get up, you know, I go to get a glass of water. I'm in the break room. I sit down for a minute or, or I, between meetings. Yeah, I will check in on my Facebook group. I might send an email
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then um, I will use my lunch break. I will go and sit in the back of the cafeteria mm-hmm. um, like the introvert that I am. And I'll have my my <laughs> MacBook Air with me. And that's mm-hmm. when I'll usually do I'll get a little bit of work done for my side business. But mm-hmm. I really do try to keep it outside of working hours. Um, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, in, uh, interestingly enough, the new role that I'm moving into my new boss actually does know about my side hustle mm-hmm. because she wasn't my boss. And so she know now she knows.
1: Ah,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and maybe the easiest way to, to think about that is. If your boss were to find out about your side hustle, would you be in trouble? <laughs> you know? And and, right. and if so, then you might want to rethink that side hustle. Um, you know, and 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 or you know, and there are actually some companies that I've I've heard of that have said, you know, you don't have side jobs. Well, you know, I'm sorry, how can they control that? And if it is something totally unrelated, then they really can't control it. Um, but but yeah, if if your boss would not be happy with the fact that you had a side hustle job then maybe it's too close to what you're currently doing or you know some things like that
0: right but i also think more and more nowadays people are you know getting used to the idea of folks having side hustles right. it's becoming we more common need the
2: money hello yep
0: yep not only that but i think people are starting to recognize that you know we are multifaceted human beings like maybe we do something for a career but there's another Something we want to explore in this passion project and mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm monetizing this. Right. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I have coworkers who have done they've made candles out of their homes and mm-hmm. made soaps and done, you know, all kinds right. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, and they talk
2: about it freely. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Right. You know, and it, it's back to what we were saying before. It's all about that schedule. You know, when you are at your day job, you are at your day job. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. now, when you're taking breaks, you know, all those various things, then yes, that's acceptable as long as it's not encroaching on work time. And, you know, and, and that's where sometimes it does get tricky, you know, obviously depending on what you do. So you just have to be a really good time manager. And more importantly, you have to set those expectations with the, the the people that you're dealing with on the side hustle. I mean, you might have to say you will not be able to reach me between nine and three or, you know, something like that. But, you know, it's it's all about having great communication. Right. Oh, completely. So now one of the things that I love that you work with people is that the side hustle isn't that hobby. You know, we've said that several times. It is a job and or a career or, you know, whatever it is that we're going to call it. But you have to treat it as such. You have to know who your target market is, um, all of those various things. And, and and that is a big part of your Facebook group. Am I Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So my Facebook
0: group has it's about it's almost two years old now, and mm-hmm. it's gone through a few iterations. And most recently, um, I have, quote unquote, taken things back to basics. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing previous to, I don't know, maybe about a month ago is I was pulling in a lot of outside experts to come in and talk about things like productivity mm-hmm. and time management mm-hmm. and branding and how to, you know, you know, set up your website and all mm-hmm. of these other things. And what I realized, um, you know, just in talking with the members of my community and really just taking a closer look at who was there, I did some polling as well, is 25% of the people that are following me have not even had a paying client. Ah. So and, and they've communicated as well that they don't know where they should be spending their time. Mm-hmm. So all the productivity tools in the world, all the branding <laughs> workshops in right. the world not going to help you mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing yet if you haven't fully defined and then refined your business idea um, mm-hmm. and given us you know some thought to your target market you know you're not it's just not going to be helpful and so i felt i was doing them a disservice i was mm-hmm. going there and kind, almost kind of like giving them candy you know right. it's like they're because i would conduct polls in the group and on my list and ask you know what do you want to learn and i would throw out all these examples mm-hmm. This is what people wanted to learn. So Mm -hmm. I gave it to them. Right, right. But we were going like 72 miles wide and like a half a millimeter deep. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I wanted to change things up, take things back to basics. And now we are just focusing on um, fundamentals, Mm -hmm. really just trying to help um, the people in the group who, you know, are sitting there on the verge of getting that first client. They have that idea. They're, you know, i they're confident they can, you know, help somebody get results in whatever it is they want to do, mm-hmm. but they haven't done it yet. They haven't reached out and actually helped somebody get a result yet or they have and they haven't gotten paid for it yet. So mm-hmm. really really zeroing in on those folks and helping them bridge the gap and get things rolling and and kind of, you know, Explore and try to figure out who you know they want, <clears throat> who they want to work with. Try mm-hmm. to understand you know what makes a great client relationship. What mm-hmm. are the conditions that you know allow them to do their best work? What do they need? So um, it's been really fun. It's been pretty exciting um, in the past couple of weeks. Just watching people jump into some of the exercises that I've been giving them, and mm-hmm. you know, starting to get some results. It's just it's awesome, and I know I'm on the right path with this. So. That's the way we're going to continue to go. And, you know, I will touch on some of the other things, the more, you know, um, sort of next layer things like the branding and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. productivity further down the road. Once right. people understand and once I have a good um, sort of set of content on the basics in mm-hmm. place that people can come in and find and get those foundational concepts, mm-hmm. then we can start branching out and talking about, OK, is Trello better than Asana or,
2: you know, we can start talking about that kind of stuff. Right. Well, and what I love is what you did with your business is exactly what we have to do. You know, we have to continually ask ourselves, you know, are we providing the right product or service? Are we reaching people the right way? You know, we all, we all think that whatever it is that we have is the greatest thing in the world. But, you know, getting it from A to B to, you know, making this happen. <laughs> I love it when I get to use my sound effects. You know, uh, that's, that's typically very difficult, especially if it's a side hustle because, you know, I'll, I'll use you as, as a great example. I mean, you know, you, you work with microorganisms. That, that's a very different type of, of work. Um, you know, and, and different skill set, different mindset than being a coach, you know, and, and so transitioning into that. Now, how do I actually work with with people to sell my coaching business and my services mm-hmm. that is very different. I mean, you know, you knew obviously that what you had, you know, what you wanted to to provide that service you wanted to provide was something that was very beneficial, but again, getting from A to B is sometimes where people really flounder.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, so what I've what I've noticed is, you know, a lot of folks who want to offer something, they're, you know, they'll come out of the starting gate with, well, you know, I want to start this side business, and I'm like, that's great. What what's the side business? They're like, I've started a blog. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and? or I start, I'm starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but you understand that those are longer term strategies. Those are not things that you know are going to you know get you where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, with a shorter period of time. And also, people that are talking about you know, I want to build a course. I'm like, great. Right. Have you helped somebody get a result yet? No. Okay. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm this is where we start. You know, you find somebody who has the problem or is struggling with, you know, what it is you want to help with and Mm -hmm. you go and help them and you test things out and you figure out, you know, maybe your framework for whatever it is you want to teach or want to help with, maybe it needs a little tweaking, maybe it needs adjustment, but you're not going to know that unless you actually get
2: that feedback and Mm -hmm. you actually get to try it out first. Right. You know, and, and which may mean that you're not getting paid for it. Um, you know, and, and, and that's the, I mean, you know, as, as a speaker, we sometimes speak for free to hone our craft, to, to get our messaging down, you know, all those various things. You know, we can't jump out of the gate and charge $5,000. You know, it, it just doesn't happen that way. And I think that's probably one of the hardest things for people to learn too, is wait a minute. Now, you know, Clearly, there is a a point where you do have to start charging because it's, it is, it's a hobby. If you're just giving it away for free, you know, but you're, you're doing test markets. You're doing all of these various things. But it's back to knowing who your market is. Um, you know, I've, you've got this great um, uh, PDF, uh, little little factoid: three ways to get your first or next clients. And you've got some fabulous tips here. You know about reaching out to your personal network. I mean, hello, ask people. Are you, would this be something that would interest you? Um, you know, would you pay money for it? You know, all those various things. Again, we might think it's great, but if nobody's going to pay us for it, then you know that's that's not a good thing. I am so happy that you
0: pulled that out. So that was that just was hot off the press. I sent well, that out yesterday. So well, yeah, I can still smell it. It's still trying. <laughs> um, that one is actually in there. It might sound like duh, like no brainer. But you know what, what I've learned, and you know, I've gone through this myself is that side hustlers, especially if your side hustle is very different from your day job, mm-hmm. um, it can be hard to talk about. Right. And a lot of us have, quote unquote, been in the closet, you know, mm-hmm. and still right. are some some people right. are,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, about it. So That's something that I think, you know, needs to be reinforced and it needs to be repeated. It might sound kind of silly, but it's really something that I think, you know, at least as part of my message is it's important, Mm -hmm. you know, for you to talk about your side hustle. It's part of who you are. You know, if you if you've chosen a great one, one that lights you up and one that is an expression of your passion and your purpose, Mm -hmm. then why would you not want to talk about it? Why would you not want to tell your friends what you do?
2: Well, and it might mean expanding your your friends. I mean, you know, because a lot of times we are, excuse me friends with people we work with, you know, or have mm-hmm. those similar interests, all those various things. So they might go, Well, wait a minute, Tracy, you want to do what? <laughs> you know? And they and, do. They have. And, yep. <laughs> yeah. And and so it really might mean expanding, you know, who your friends are. And and that's okay. You know, and, and of course we're saying friends as in, you know, your your online connections, all those various things. But um you know, but it is also, you know, people who can help you, you know, all these various things. You know, and and so it's it, it, but again, you know, it's a business folks, treat it as a business. Do not treat it as a hobby.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, be proud of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of, especially being a service based business owner is really that you need to be talking to people Mm -hmm. like we serve people. That's it. Mm -hmm. And that's where the magic happens. And so if you're hiding, you know, or quote unquote hiding, you know, Mm -hmm. people might not see it that way, but if you're not sharing what you do, Mm Or even in some area of your life, you're keeping it quiet. Well, then you're actually limiting yourself. Right. And that's okay. If you're okay with limiting yourself, I'm not going to beat you over the head with this, but I'm right. just going to mm-hmm. make sure that you know that you're limiting yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Because again, maybe it is, you know, something that, you know, maybe you're, you're only connected with people you work with. Okay. Well, you know, they might not understand, they might not be interested. I mean, you know, you mentioned your friends that sell candles. Well, you know, a lot of other people in the office are not interested in buying candles. Um, you know, and, and mm-hmm. so you, you have to expand that network and, and reach out in a different way.
0: Definitely, you know, and maybe there are ten people in the office, and maybe one of them, you know, their wife would love a candle. You right. just right. never know. So that's the magic of talking about what you do. It's it's not necessarily that person directly mm-hmm. who's going to hire you, but maybe they will either one um, know somebody who could use your help, or two, they'll keep you in mind, mm-hmm. and the next time you know and this has happened to me actually now when i go to gatherings of some of my not all of my friends but certain friends i go to those gatherings they're like hey tracy what's up with the business and how's that going i wanted to talk to you about this and right. what do you think of this and you know so they are when I, when people think side hustle now they think tracy
2: Right, right. That's cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I always tell people, it's not always who you're connected with that's important. It's who your connections are connected with. Mm. Um, you know, and, and because, right, you, you never know when somebody is, you know, the person A might have zero interest in, in what you do, but they know 15 people who would, you know, all these various things. And, and so when you start limiting who you're talking to, you know, and, And then we make assumptions, you know, and we all know what that means, you know, when we we assume things, you know, just because you don't think they're interested, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and and, and ask them, you know, they might tell you, you know, whatever, but you never know. Yeah, you you absolutely never know. Can't make assumptions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have
0: learned some really interesting and fun things about friends that I thought I knew everything about. And, Mm -hmm. you know, through this journey here, it's been really it's been a chance to get closer to some of them. Um, you know, I've actually worked with one Mm -hmm. here in town. Um, I was coaching him. So you just, you never know. And I'm like, I didn't even know that you were thinking about a side hustle. You never mentioned that, but (laughs) he saw one of my posts
2: and he's like, let's talk, you Mm -hmm. know? Definitely. Okay. Well, let's explore that more. You know, somebody comes to you and says, Hey, Tracy, I'm thinking of doing a side hustle and then they're just lost. I mean, you know, and and so maybe it's not something where they're thinking, "Oh, I've been doing this for fun on weekends," or, you know, I whatever it is. So how do you walk them through kind of this process of deciding A, if it really is something that they they want to be doing, and then B, what are the next steps?
0: Yeah, so when I first started coaching in this space, those were the t- types of folks that I was primarily working with. The mm-hmm people that, you know, I would love to start a side hustle, but I have no idea what I Mm -hmm. want to do, or I have this handful of ideas and how do I choose the best one? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and essentially I have a lot of different exercises that I use with clients to, to walk through some of this. And Mm -hmm. actually these things can kind of come in handy, even for side hustlers who've been in business for a little while, and maybe they're not entirely thrilled (laughs) with some aspect of their business. Mm -hmm. It never hurts to go back and take a look at things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so one of the things that i have people do is a little bit of just market research get out there and benchmark look at what else is in the market you know that's similar to or like you you want to do so mm-hmm. if you want to start copywriting or something like that you know, and you have a particular area, a particular, um, industry you want to work with or, you know, anything that you can narrow, it, if you can narrow it down, it's a, it's a little more helpful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, just to get out there and try to understand, you know, what does that look like? What are the rates that they're charging? What, what could this be to try to understand the potential for that side hustle? Is that going to actually, you know, with the hours that you would need to put in, is that going to get you to your financial goals? Is this mm-hmm. going to be sustainable? Is this going to light you up and be exciting for you? Or is it going to feel like a grind? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because my first side business was I was a VA and I was helping podcasters. I was doing behind the scenes work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Social media. I was doing um, blog post updates. Uh, I was doing some behind the scenes, you know, communications with guests and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Um, But, you know, I just out of the starting gate. I just jumped into action. I didn't do any research and I didn't know what to charge. And <laughs> about a year or so in. I was a little bit unhappy. I was putting a lot of hours in and not making very much money and it was starting mm-hmm. to wear on me. And, you know, right. if I had taken some time up front to really think about it, I might have, you know, gotten off on a better foot. But, you know, you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is really just to try to understand what are your goals? What are the goals for this thing? Do you, and you don't have to have all the answers, but, you know, have some general answers, at least for the next year or so. Do you want to hit a certain specific income target? Right. How much time do you want to put into this thing? Um, you know, in terms of your strengths and your, you know, just preferences, do you want, you know, a very client facing thing? Do you want to be talking to people a lot? Is Mm -hmm. that something fun for you? Do you, you know, or are you more, you know, let me just take the project and kind of do the thing and then deliver the result without as much Mm -hmm. face to face, you know, you have to kind of be in touch with yourself and what you need in order to be successful. So it takes a little bit of soul searching. And so a lot of people, and I think, Part of this is is my age. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes, and now I, I tend to approach things in a much slower, more strategic fashion, and I force my clients to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's awesome that you're excited about this idea, and I'm excited too, but, like, let's take a look at some of these things.
2: Right. Let's uh, lay the,
0: the groundwork. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then once we've got a little bit of data behind us and we've seen that this is going to be a great path, you know, or at least with all the information that we've been able to gather, mm-hmm. we can make an educated uh, decision mm-hmm. based on that to start heading down the path. But I think the biggest thing to remember of all of this is really just that you're not going to have all the answers mm-hmm. out of the starting gate. You're really just going to have to start taking steps Right. once you've done a little bit of your due diligence up front and you've done some of that research and you're like, OK, the signs point to this is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I want to give this a go, mm-hmm. get out there and start doing it. Because, you know, once you start, that's when you're really going to know this is for me or this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and for I'll use myself as an example here. Um, you know, my VA business is what led to coaching. I mm-hmm. never I didn't start out saying I want to coach. I want to be a coach. Not at all. Mm-hmm. It was because one of my clients at the time, uh, he's a career coach and he mm-hmm. let me, um, you know, <laughs> he kind of gave me a lot of freedom and a lot of opportunities. And he allowed mm-hmm. me to,
1: um, assistant
0: coach in one of his programs. Wow. And I just took to it like a fish in water and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what I want to do. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and, and it is hard sometimes kind of figuring those things out, especially if, you know, it's, if you've got multiple options, you know, and, and of course, really folks, you know, Pick one. <laughs> you know, you can branch right. out later, but don't try and launch three side hustles at the same time. Um, you know, because all that's going to do is just thoroughly confuse folks. Um, but, but yeah, it's, but I, I, love how you think, you know, how you, when you work with people, you tell them, you know, think it through. And there's some other things they need to think through also. I mean, you know, there are, there, you know, could be legal ramifications. You know, I was thinking about someone that I know that decided that, you know, they, they really lo- wanted to, to, you know, on the weekends do, um, side, uh, sidewall, drywall, and, um, you know, uh, painting and, and things like that. Well, that there's a legal aspect to that, as in you should probably have insurance, you know, and, and all sorts of things like that, because what happens if yep. something goes wrong, um, you know, and, and so you'll think through those things, too. And, and that's where it helps to talk with people who are in those industries to say, Okay, I'm lost, you know, just tell me what it is that, that I need to be doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. You might need a certification. Um, like if you want to be a personal trainer, mm-hmm. it would be helpful to go and get a certification there so that you can actually, you know, you've got some credentials behind you. Right. And you're qualified to be prescribing, you know, workouts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, there's definitely. Um, and I absolutely recommend that folks go and talk to people, find people that are doing the the thing or a similar thing and try to learn from
2: them. Mm-hmm. That's really, really, really valuable. Right. Well, and you think if you're going to turn it, you know, if it has the potential to turn into a full time job, you know, I mentioned when I set up Wise Women Communications, I went to the Secretary of State, I did all of those things. I did that right away. I mean, you know, it wasn't, hey, let's just kind of play with this and get you know paid on the side. I started immediately thinking this could be something that I do full time. So I set it up that way from the start. Because it was easier to do it that way than to have to go back and, and do it. And, and you know, and, and of course, my accountant loved that, you know, all those various things. But, you know, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It, it obviously depends on what your side hustle is.
0: Yeah. um You know, at the very least, yeah, you don't have to, you know, get crazy and go get an LLC or any mm-hmm. of these things out of the starting gate. But it is helpful to um, absolutely, actually, rec- I recommend this. Just get a separate bank account. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't. Mix the personal and the business finances; it'll make things really tough when you go do your taxes. So make Mm -hmm. sure you just keep those things separate. Yep.
2: And you know, as as I've said on several programs, don't mess with the IRS, folks. This is you know, if you make more than a certain amount of money, it is taxable. You know, and I don't care if you're just paid cash. You know, can you get away with it? Maybe, but just don't do it. I mean, you know, we're we're just going to flat out say, don't do it. Don't mess with the IRS. Yeah. Stay on the right side of the law. Right. And and there's very easy ways, you know, to to um, add those things in um, when you're doing your taxes or when, you know, whether you whether you do them yourself or, or have them professionally done. And as Tracy said, you know, if you've got it in a separate bank account, that's easy peasy.
0: Exactly. It makes things so much easier when you need to go and look at the expenses and what income you brought in.
2: Mm-hmm. So much easier. Right. Now, one of the things that we have have talked about is, you know, figuring out which one you want to do, you know, or, you know, some, you know, and uh, and all those various things. I love it when I go to, say, a networking meeting. And I've had this happen more than once where somebody hands me multiple business cards. One is their day job, which is probably who paid (laughs) for them to be at that networking (laughs) event. Um, and then another is, Hey, I do this in the evenings. And then, Oh, if you need somebody who can do this on weekends and, and I, one person handed me five business cards one time and I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I figured that at some point their head would just, and that would be that, but it, that is, you know, I kind of joke about that, but that is where it gets a little bit complicated is in that self-promotion, you know, and, and we've talked about the fact that you do have to let people know that you do this, but You know, to me, of course, the people who hand me more than one business card, frequently the impression that I come away with is, oh, my gosh, they are desperate just to earn any money. And that's the the worst way to be doing your own marketing. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Um, And that's
0: definitely a side hustle trap. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people fall into it's, you know, well, you know, I want to try, you know, a few things. I've got like three or four things that I could try. And, you know, I don't know which one is actually going to you know, pay, and I don't know which one I'm actually gonna like. You know, okay, so let me let me try all of these, you know, whatever it is. And then what ends up happening is that you know you don't get really any meaningful traction in any of those three or right. four things, and you mm-hmm. start to feel like, well, business is not for me. Forget mm-hmm. it. I'm done. Um, right. you know, and I have actually coached some side hustlers who were balancing two hustles, a full time job, and you know, young children at home, and you know, they're wondering why they're not getting results. I'm like, well, you because you need to. Put one of the side hustles on hold for a little mm-hmm. while. Focus on just the one. Right. You, you also just told me you only have 10 hours a week to do this. So mm-hmm. what are we doing? We're chopping up, you know, the pie. There's this tiny sliver of pie and we're trying to chop mm-hmm. it up really fine. So that's what it is. You end up not getting anywhere because you just don't have the time, energy, bandwidth to put in. hmm So if you can just choose one, and if we're being honest, I think a lot of folks will say, you know, okay, there is one that I actually feel more excited about. There probably is one that I feel like a little more, you know, excitement butterflies Mm -hmm. when I think about that hustle. That's the one. Give it a good like six, nine months a year. Give it time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you can't come back to the other ones, revisit. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that, you know, something about that hustle might not um, evolve and change, but you're not going to know But you have to give it the time. You have Mm -hmm. to actually put in the effort and the focus in order to start seeing some results with it. Right. But yeah, so I absolutely, you know, I am turned off as well when I see people with thousands of, (laughs) not thousands, but, you know. It seems like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah, you have to know your audience, mm-hmm. you know, so if I'm going to something for a work, you know, related purpose, I'm bringing my work business card. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about my side hustle at all. Right. If it's a meetup in the evening and it's, you know, something related to my side hustle, you know, local entrepreneurs or something like that, then I have mm-hmm. my side hustle business card and I will hand that out. Right. And I would say, by the way, it's obvious I'm a side hustler. I'm a microbiologist during the day. Mm-hmm. And if you want to ask me about that, I'll answer. Right, but, right. you know, know your audience. And, you know, make
2: decisions based on that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we're Clark Kent during the day and Superman at night. I mean, you know, we we can have those alternate identities. Yep. So one of the things that that you use extensively in what you do is social media. And I, I, you know, as we were talking about LinkedIn, it reminded me of somebody one time (coughs) who came to me. With the two careers and said, what the heck do I do? And they were very different. I mean, during the day, his, his day job was that he worked and, and sold insurance and his side hustle was landscaping. I mean, you know, you can't get much more different than that. Yeah. And, and, and that actually worked to his advantage because I said, okay, LinkedIn is going to be your, your, you know, exactly like what you do. It's, it's where he promotes his day job because it made perfect sense that his insurance business, all of those various things, his connections there were LinkedIn. And then he used Facebook to reach out to people with his landscaping, and and but he always made it clear, you know, in in a in a subtle way that he did two things. So that way, if you you know found him on one, you were like, well, wait a minute, uh, didn't you also do, um, you know, and and because that's where people you know they get confused. It's like, well, didn't you do that? So does that mean you don't do this anymore? You know, so he didn't want to lose those clients. But that's one of the cool things about social media is knowing where your audience is going to be helps you to focus where you're going to to also be. Oh, definitely.
0: Definitely. Um, for me, I do recognize that, you know, my audience is also on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. But another thing to consider as well is that it's really difficult to effectively be in all the places. Um, right. It really is beneficial to narrow down, you know, to and also to the platforms you enjoy. So mm-hmm. for me, I love Facebook. I know a lot of people don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think it's because they haven't found a way to, you um, curate their feeds and, and sort of create the experience that they want on Facebook. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, I hate seeing all of the terrible news, or I hate, you know, all it is is people bragging or people complaining. Well, Mm -hmm. there's ways you can actually adjust your feed so that you Mm -hmm. see more of what you want to see. Yep. Um. But anyway, yeah, so I would just say, you know, pick the top, you know, two platforms and focus there, you Mm -hmm. know, in a meaningful way. And then, you know, say on Twitter, I will have, um, you know, I, I use a third party scheduler and I just, I have my interviews that I've done and blog posts and things like that kind of going out sort of jukebox style
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Twitter. And then I go in and interact if people are responding and I'll, I'll interact. But you know, most of my time is spent on Facebook in my group and in other groups right. where I've seen the most, um, you know, I've gotten the most traction. Mm-hmm. I've gotten clients directly from my group and on Facebook.
2: So that's, yeah. And plus, I just love it. I like being there. Right. And as you mentioned, there are certainly ways that that you can look at your feed differently. I mean, you know, I, I <clears throat> unfollow quite a few people or mute them for 30 for 30 days. I love that new feature. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that I don't like them. Don't you know, don't want to still interact with them. It's just whatever tangent they're on, I don't want to see at that point, um, you know, and 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 I do have feed set up. I mean, I have one where I can go in and, and just see the posts from the people I have tagged as my family, <laughs> you know, or uh, special. You know, I have one called special. I mean, you know, you know, we all have these lists. And so there are ways to do that. But, you know, it, it's it, it is a great way to reach people and, and do it in, you know, a pretty quick, uh, way of time. Now, you know, I, I, you know, I always like the people who say, oh, but it's, it's free. That's where I should, you know, that's where I'm going to do my marketing because it's free. No, it's not. You know, it's still your time. And, and that's the thing, you know, we, we keep talking about time. And that really is, you know, you have to think about that. You know, if you're going to do this, you know, we mentioned at the start, you've got your schedule. You know, when are you going to be on Facebook, on Twitter, on, on whatever? You know, how much time are you going to spend there? Because that is time that you're not doing something else. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that may be the easiest way to put it. Um, you know, and, and if you're using social media, you know, I always suggest to people that they have a, you know, even if it's, you know, something fairly basic, an external website. Don't ever think, well, you know, I'm only going to have my Facebook group, my Facebook page, because that's Facebook's toy. They can change the rules. They can do all sorts of things, you know, so always have something in some way that you're capturing your potential clients, your customers, you know, in another way. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree on that.
0: Uh, One more thing you can do with your Facebook feed is also you can choose your see firsts. Mm -hmm. Facebook will let you pick uh, up to 30 people that you want to see above um, everybody else in the feed. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do is just <clears throat> interact or not interact. Um, right. you know, because Facebook wants to serve up what mm-hmm. it thinks you want to see. So right. you can like and love the posts mm-hmm. that you you do and
2: just ignore mm-hmm. the other ones. Right. And especially with the groups, or not, uh, with not groups, with, with pages. You know, if you haven't, you know, interacted with it, as you said, like, share, whatever, then Facebook goes, well, I don't care that you liked the page. You clearly don't care about the content, so we're just not going to show it to you anymore. Um, now right. that's the catch 22 if you're that Facebook page wondering why the heck you're not getting any interaction. Um, you know, and, and, and it is, it's a catch 22. And so Facebook is kind of one of those critters that you have to, to to learn to love and hate at the same time. (laughs) but You know, it's it is it's an interesting platform.
0: Yeah, you need to stay on top of the changes, um, you know, and also understand that it's about relationships as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're using your personal profile, that's okay, too. You just can't directly sell from your personal profile. But you can ask questions related to, you know, your your side business, whatever it is you do, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, for web developer, you can say, well, what is what are you struggling with right now um, with your website or what do you hate about your website right now? <laughs> right, right. You can get a whole conversation going and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden people are like, oh, wow, you do websites. Cool. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point earlier, Deb, about, you know, just making the most of your time and making sure that, you know, this is productive time. This is actually not just kind of going down the rabbit hole or the, the, you know, the black hole that can be Facebook. Um, you know, you should be looking, you should be striving for those conversations with the people that you can help and who might actually consider hiring you. So, you know, if you're hanging out in the places where, you know, your target market is and mm-hmm. you're having meaningful discussions, you're answering questions or you're asking questions to get discussion going um, and, you know, you're building rapport with people, then you can take it to the next level and have have a conversation, have a quick right. Skype call. You never know what right. might materialize.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because you might actually lose people. I did. It was, you know, this was, you know, several years ago when I was first really using Facebook to, to, uh, as, as part of my marketing efforts. And so I was posting about social media. Now I posted, you know, personal stuff too, but I was also, you know, doing some things and I had someone who, I don't know what, you know, what, what got up her, you know, what that day But she posted a a snark on my, on my page and said, you know, I get so tired of seeing these stupid posts of yours. (laughs) And I just went unfriend. (laughs) I mean, you know, and it's that simple, you know, people, if, if, and, and I don't care if it's, you know, that they're posting, you know, just whatever it is, if you don't like it and there's really no reason for you to be connected with them, then why? You know, why are you connected Mm -hmm. with them? Um, but, but she was clearly never going to be a client or refer me to anybody. And, and really wasn't, there wasn't any reason for me to be connected with her anymore. So I did, I just unfriended her and that, that solved that problem. Um But yeah, I was like, really, you know, I, I I'm not making you read it. <laughs> you know, so, but you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the funny thing about social media is there's, there are some unusual reactions and things that happen on there. Oh, definitely. When we're behind a keyboard, you know. Oh. that's that screen is that big shield. You know, we tend to think we can post whatever we want without any any ramifications. And it's not the case, Um, you know, and and let's, um, you know, let's, let's emphasize that a little bit more is whether you're this is a side business or a full time business, what you're posting on social media, some people will decide yes or no, I'm going to work with you or not. Um, You know, there are people that I might think, you know, are the greatest people in the world. But I won't refer business to them based on what they post on social media or I won't do business with them. Um, you know, they're they're too extreme. They use language I don't like, you know, all those various things. And that's fine. I mean, you know, that it would be just the same as if I met them at a networking event and they said something, you know, it's like, OK, you know, that's great. You go do your business over there and I'll stay over here, um, you know, but always keep in mind that you can be alienating people with what you're posting. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing.
0: I right. think that, you know, that's what kind of what we're moving to mm-hmm. now is really just in this, this uh, time, point in time. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever, small business owners can get out there and show their personalities and show right. who they
1: are. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're going to, you know, definitely going to, um, drive some potential business away. But Mm -hmm. what will happen over time, too, is that the people that really dig that maybe they like that language, or maybe they, you know, me, I talk about craft beer, I'll talk about beer all the time. Mm -hmm. If people that don't drink, you know, they don't find that humorous, or they don't enjoy that, they'll stop following me. And that's okay, because the types of folks that I want in my world, and you know, are going to be Mm -hmm. people that I would hang out with, you know, and that we kind of jive on that level. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, and it's a way to kind of weed them out before you ever have gone down the path of trying to work with them and figuring out, whoops, this wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Well, holy cow, Tracy. We've only got just a couple <laughs> minutes left. So tell us a little bit more about how you can help someone really figure out and then make their side hustle successful.
0: Yeah. So now, um, I'm, primarily working with uh, new side hustlers. So they already have at least a, a strong idea of, you know, what they want, the service that they want to provide. So I do mm-hmm. work with service-based um, side hustlers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe the idea needs a little bit of fine tuning. Um, they are close to landing their first client, or maybe mm-hmm. they've had their first client or two, but they want to figure out how to get more clients mm-hmm. um, and how to really, um, you know, refine the side hustle so that it is definitely going to get them where they want to go. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's those are the folks that I love to work with. And I, you know, can help in all sorts of ways from, you know, helping to refine and define the idea, um, you know, helping with your target market, understanding your ideal client avatar, and then uh, packaging your services and pricing down to time management and, you know, all sorts of good things in
2: between. Great, great. Well, how do people find you and connect with you online?
0: Sure. Uh, probably the best way and you, you want to hang out with me. Um, the side hustle success lab is my home, um, on the interwebs. So that is, uh, my Facebook group. I do have a website though. Deb, don't worry. Um, oh, yes, yes. but, <laughs> but the Facebook group is kind of like my clubhouse and mm-hmm. I've got, uh, awesome community of other side hustlers there and they're super, super friendly, super helpful, welcoming of new members. So if you want to join, I'd love to have you there. You can look us up on Facebook, Side Hustle Success Lab, or go to sidehustlesuccesslab.com and it'll take you right there.
2: Great. You know, and, and I love that you have a group um, because that allows for a totally different interaction than if it were just a Facebook page. So, you know, as, as folks are setting things up, think about that. You know, how do you want to interact with people? Exactly,
0: exactly. And I really enjoy it. I love the community aspect. I love that, you know, members of my group have become
2: friends with each other and they're all mm-hmm. supporting each other. Right. Well you know, and and that's what it comes down to is about building those relationships. You know, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's something full time, maybe it's a side hustle that's going to become full time. You know, all those various things. It is about developing those relationships and helping each other. Absolutely. Because
0: it is, you know, it's a tough path. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something that everybody does and not everybody gets it. So you really do need to seek out the support where you can get it.
2: Right. You know, and I've said this on other programs. Nothing that we do face in, you know, whatever is unique. You know, it it has some unique aspects as in we are unique individuals, but somebody out there has probably gone through the same thing, positive or negative. So why not be a part of a group that can help you work through some of the, the things that you're facing? I could not agree more. Perfect. Perfect. Well, oh, my gosh, we are already at the top of the hour. This has been so much fun. And, you know, for people who think, you know, should I do it? Should I not? Please reach out to Tracy and 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 look. Um, you know, it can be a side business that is just something that you really do just on the side because it's a passion, because you want to make extra money. Maybe it is something that will turn into a full time career like mine did. But, you know, there's so many options out there. Why not explore them? So, I am Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful, fascinating time talking with Tracy Minutolo. I have to say that correctly. <laughs> you um, got it. And until next time, everyone have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real life stories and
2: techniques to power up your business.